Hey listeners, Marty here. Sorry we haven't been posting as much. The bottom line is, Dan's getting married, I'm the best man, and it's taking up a lot of our time. But we have not forgotten about our insane task to watch all of the Andy Griffith show. We are still recording, we're recording a new episode tomorrow, and in October, after Dan's back from his honeymoon, we will be on a much more regular schedule, back to Mayberry, and delivering all the good bits, and rants, and... Otis that you've missed for oh so very long. Until then, enjoy this newly unlocked Patreon bonus episode uh, in which we travel to Endor and discover that Ewoks are complete psychopaths. Um, So that's it. Enjoy this Patreon bonus episode. You can also support us with your money dollars, as always, patreon.com slash breakingmayberry. Send us an email and say happy wedding, Dan, at breakingmayberry at gmail.com. All right, thanks for sticking with us, and thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Wubnub, mm. listeners. A very good wubnub to you, listeners. Uh, it's probably May the 4th, I guess. <laughs> it's May the 4th we're, we're, somewhere. We're, we're recording this on May 2nd. If we actually get this out on May the 4th, I would be fucking stunned. Uh, yeah, May the 4th we win. Shut up. <laughs> I, man, I, I, I can't get on board with that. I can't get on board with the, like... fake holiday thing it's been ruined as has everything by like al the second al roker said may the fourth be with you i was like this joke is dead like that was a fun 20 minutes that we all had and then matt lauer was like and may the fourth be with you and we were all like done done uncool this is it's i mean it's just it's oh man a whole day where People on the internet will talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know. We're maybe, coming maybe into this had... grumpy almost instantly. I we've now done Trek and Wars. You know, we've now done Star Trek and Star Wars. And I was thinking about this, Dan. I think it's really funny the idea that our main feed, our main podcast, is such an esoteric gem that no one gives a shit about the topic of like no one cares about the Andy Griffith show and we talk about it all the time and therefore our bonus episodes our patreon content that's where we have the like basic bitch nerd conversations like Kirk Kirk versus Picard or whatever but surprise we're grumpy and curmudgeons who hate everything popular uh and I've just sort of slowly had the enthusiasm drained out of us by overexposure to the internet over the last, t- like, 20 years at this point. I I liked Star Wars as a kid. I still fucking like Star Wars. It, like, I have, like, moments where Star Wars, where I, like, real I get it back, you know? Like, something will do it for me. I think after... Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Force Awakens and uh, Last Jedi, I had two separate things of, like, 
I'm vibing on this. I'm feeling it. Um, Mandalorian did it for me for a Mandalorian while. Mandalorian did it. It comes, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. And this is why, it like, just, Star even Wars. Even a good video game will just get me like, all right, I, the, I'm, I'm, I'm in the groove with this, with this franchise again. I, re- I feel like I did when I was, uh, like nine watching these. So yeah, I have the, uh, I have the concern level. You know, uh, there's, there's a moment where you have to sit and think about The Simpsons, for example. Mm-hmm. And if you average it out, The Simpsons is entirely, like, on the whole, a bad show. Yeah. You know, no matter how good you think The Simpsons was, for every good Simpsons episode, there is generously a two-to-one ratio of bad Simpsons to good Simpsons by this point. You know? Uh, so you have to sit and consider to yourself, like, oh, maybe The Simpsons is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Star Wars, I think, always kind of sits on this line. You know, I'm always... I'm always scared for there to be new Star Wars stuff, and I, there will be new Star Wars stuff every single year for the rest of our goddamn lives because the Disney Corporation won't let that die. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but every time you add new Star Wars stuff, I'm, I worry that it's going to teeter one side of the balance. So I was really worried about watching the Ewok movies as we did today because I was like, "Oh no! If I let more e- more Star Wars stuff into my life, that's going to shift the balance." Are these supposed to be bad, Dan? Uh, By the way, listeners, uh, we're we're watching the Ewok movies. Yeah, yeah, that's, sorry, that's what sorry. we've done. Yeah, we're watching <laughs> we're watching the Ewok movies. Okay, so I want as, as suggested by by Mirdadek. Mirdadek was the one who suggested this one. Here is here is the conversation I want to have, and we can talk about our feelings on Star Wars for fucking hours because you know we're white guys, uh, and we have as a result we have uh, new vast and complex feelings about the franchise but um i kind of wanted to ask like historically what is your relationship to the ewoks been like did you hate them did you love them i'm glad we're on the same wavelength here. yeah i'm glad we're on the same wavelength here because i was also gonna ask like how you feel about ewoks coming in and generally i'm pro ewok i i see i watched the movies as a kid and i was like Fuck yeah, Ewoks, this rules, they're cute, love that, I'm a child, but also they are super murdery, love that, also a boy who is filled with rage at this age. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was like on board, and then like, I kind of had, was like neutral on them, and I feel like at some point when I was like 13, the order came down from nerd high command of like, we hate the Ewoks now. Uh, the Ewoks are what caused Jar Jar Binks. We blame them for it. If there hadn't been Ewoks, there wouldn't have been Jar Jar Binks. And therefore, we wouldn't be furious all the time. So, uh, Dan, you despise them. And I was like, all right, orders are orders. I, mean, I think that's what happened to everyone, right? Yeah. If you were 10 years old when Star Wars came out, when A New Hope came out in 1977, that means that you were 16 when Return of the Jedi came out. And if you're 16 years old and you see these child ass puppets mm-hmm. or, you know that are there to sell toys you're gonna get angry yeah you know a lot of people have a lot of hate on for the ewoks and i think i had the same deal i was like yeah kid i'm like yeah the ewoks are fine i feel like a lot of people just don't like return of the jedi for that reason uh and then i you know then i i got older and i was like i'm supposed to hate this because i'm supposed to hate 
et cetera, et cetera, because it's cool to hate everything. And now I'm, you know, 34 years old, and I recognize that the Ewoks are, in fact, a metaphor for the Viet Cong. Yeah, they so. are. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. I thought I was going to get... No, they they, I, they are... They're... The fucking... Dude, they, I mean, the prequel uh, series, for all of its flaws, was basically George Lucas railing against the Iraq War. Uh, right. The fucking uh, Return of the Jedi is Vietnam, the the, the <laughs> sci-fi movie. Because uh, Lucas was originally going to make Apocalypse Now, right? He was yeah. originally attached to direct that before Coppola. Uh, and he wanted to go to Vietnam and film it during the war. They were like, no, you can't <laughs> you do that. fucking lunatic. <laughs> you psychopath. But he's been trying to make that for a long time. Uh, and yeah, the Ewoks are really kind of like how I think a lot of Americans saw the Viet Cong. And actually, that's kind of a thread throughout uh, uh, throughout Lucas's work is indigenous populations fighting against an empire yeah. that is trying to occupy them. He had That's a, he had a streak of Avatar to him before James yeah, yeah. Cameron. Yeah. So I think, it, you know, uh, a lot of it is how people saw the Viet Cong is, is like farming population, this quote unquote primitive. I, yeah. For, not my words. Uh, like pri- population who are fighting against an, uh, an occupying force with, sticks and and pitchforks and and the terrain and kicking their ass yeah and that's and that's what's so weird about the uh about the ewoks you nailed it is that they are cute they are cuddly they are trying to uh like sell toys but also lucas doesn't treat it that way no that's i mean i i feel like when you're when you're i don't know if it was like when you're a teenager or if it's like when the the worm kind of turned with nerds relationships to star Wars and George Lucas in general. Um, but the joke, every they, you kind of like lose sight of the joke, which is they're really cute and cuddly. So you don't take them seriously and they are fucking, they will murder you using like uh, improvised weaponry and then they will fucking eat you. Like the joke is kind of like these things, despite being adorable are absolute stone cold killers. The end of Return of the Jedi features uh, features Ewoks playing bongos on the helmets of stormtroopers <laughs> yeah. that they have assumedly decapitated and brought back to their uh, – as trophies. Yeah. Like – they Lucas definitely cut a fucking scene of an Ewok scalping a stormtrooper. Uh, yeah, so I feel like I – I yeah I I got over that whole period of like raging animosity towards them and now I'm like these little guys fucking kick ass. It's so weird because it's 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 like very much Star Wars is for children and yeah. what we watch today these are very much children's movies. Yeah. So it's it's this weird little conundrum uh of this like children's plaything that is also like very clearly a a, a metaphor for of the war that lost America's innocence. The, yeah. The time, the time America got its ass kicked. Uh, so yeah. Um, it's, it's, and nothing, and nothing else in star Wars since then has been that weird. Yeah. Like 
weird Star Wars is best Star Wars, and that's why Ewok. Now, let's be clear though, the Ewoks are fucking marketable. That's why we watch. That's why there were two TV spinoff movies that we watched. That's why there was a cartoon show because they do sell toys. Yeah, but also lots of Star Wars shit sells toys. Like we can't get mad at at that. Yeah, no, like um, I think this is just to be just to be clear before I continue, Marty, do your movie like low key kind of rule? Uh, I kind of liked mine. Yeah, yeah, I kind of liked my 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 Ewok movie. Yeah, mine kind of kicked ass, and it, I, it makes no goddamn sense. No, and it treat it wipes its ass with Star Wars. Like that's kind of the thing is. <laughs> Like, we were like, I kind of like this. I'm comparing it to the kind of, like, crappy E.T. ripoff movies that I've been watching on MST3K for the last, like, like three fucking years. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, a Mac and me, or, or like, I was really thought I was getting into, like, a Return to Oz situation. It, 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 you know? It's, like, a very good version of one of those. But basically, if you are a person that sees Star Wars as, like, sacred scripture that cannot be defiled. This is like watching Birth of a Nation. Like, this is just absolute, like, vile heresy. Because it treats... It, it, it treats the, the subject of, of, this, of these movies with no, like, reservation whatsoever. They does not give a shit. I, I have a good example of that, uh, which I was saving for later, but I guess I'll give it for the intro. Uh, I'll, I'll start with it. There is a scene in my movie where uh, the characters have to get into a cave mm-hmm. and there's a giant rock blocking the cave. No one can move it. And I was like, okay, I've seen Star Wars before. This is where we learn that someone is force sensitive. Someone's going to move the rock out of the way with their mind. No, the main character just gets a gun and shoots the rock until it explodes. I'm going to one up you, Marty. <laughs> I'm going to one-up you. I'm like, I love this. He just shoots the rock with a gun. I'm going to one-up you, Marty. Mine has literal magic in it. <laughs> oh, for sure. I have these a are witch fairy that can tales. turn into a crow. No, the, these Do are very much fairy tales. Give a fuck. It's awesome. All right, let's get, let's get, the, let's get into these. Um, okay, I'll, I'll start with mine because it's chronologically the first yeah. one. Uh, so I did Ewoks. The Caravan of Courage, which, Dan, did you say that you watched this one as a kid? That's why I took this so one. So I thought I did, because I, um, we had, um, we had a bunch of, like, Star Wars VHSs, and they were, like, cartoon Star Wars. So there was, like, they were, like. Oh, there was droids. There was one about the droids, and there I was one about dro- the Ewoks. I yeah. had droids, I had the one about Ewoks, and I was, like, okay, well, that's the Ewok movie. I remember, actually, I really loved it as a kid, um, so I'm imagining it's pretty good. I thought it was Caravan of Courage. And then I like turned these on. I was like, "Oh no, this is live action!" Oh wow, yeah, this is yeah. not what I bargained for. What did these air on? Because they weren't theatrical uh, releases. These were TV movies. These definitely were on like ABC. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, original network ABC called it. Oh wow, nailed it. Okay, got it. So this airs probably a Saturday night, Saturday night movie of the week on ABC. You know, it's nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. So a year, two years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. So like by this point, your feelings on the Ewoks are sub- are cemented. I mean, so either you are hype as hell for this, or you are pissed off. I-, I imagine that at this point in time, 
the children of America, like the the six and seven year olds, must have been like, listen, we've all been conferring with each other, um, and the chil- we we demand as a union that uh, there be at least five hours of Ewok content, or the streets will run red with blood. Like they they were the minions of the 1980s. One hundred percent. If there had been Facebook in the 1980s, we would have seen Ewoks with like sayings like don't talk to me before i've had my coffee with an ewok on it posted to your mom's facebook imagine driving the car back from return of the jedi with your child who is just going i want ewoks i want ewoks just don't just shrieking and there's nothing it's not like you can go to youtube and pull up ewok videos you're just helpless and begging please abc Give my child, give me a VHS of Ewoks that I can put in front of this idiot kid. <laughs> Guess who's buying another ticket to Return of the Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> but just for the Ewok parts. Roughly 40% of Return of the Jedi's box office return was that. Yeah. Parents just being like, shut up. Just please. <laughs> so yeah, so... After a year of clamoring, the children have gotten their demands. We now have the Ewok adventure. Uh, and this is for kids because the main characters are kids. Yeah. Right. So here are children that are, uh, they're just like you children. So you can project yourself onto it. Project yourself onto this kid who is clearly wearing a Luke Skywalker costume. (laughs) Like a party city Luke Skywalker costume. So our, our, our two main characters are, uh, an older boy, probably, I guess he's, probably was supposed to be between 10 and 12 years old named mace mace not to be confused with the other uh star wars character named mace and his sister his younger sister sindel mm-hmm. and who everybody just they, calls cindy yeah i guess they don't do it in this movie uh so mace and sindel uh they crash landed in a star cruiser with their family on Endor somewhere. No idea, like, if this is... I think this is pre-Return of the Jedi. Because um, the Ewoks don't seem to know what these things are either. I have no idea. It do, It also does not fucking matter. So, shut up. <laughs> uh, and they've crash-landed and they've become separated from their parents who are uh, in the clutches of a giant beast named Gorznak or something. I Whatever. This thing also kind of starts off almost like a like a nature documentary. Hmm. And I kind of wanted it to stay that way. You had Burl Ives narrating. Burl Ives was narrating. You this, had a narrator on yours? I had not only did I have a narrator, I had like an omnipotent narrator who I think like the movie pretty much played by whatever the narrator says goes rule. Yes. Like like the narrator would explain something to the audience that I have no idea how the characters on the screen were supposed to know. <laughs> but everyone just kind of went with it. Like at one point in time, at exactly the 45 minute mark of this movie, when the caravan actually forms, right? The first 45 minutes of this movie are the kids being separated. They find the Ewoks. The Ewoks decide eventually to help them. Like there's 20 minutes dedicated to Cindy being sick and then them getting medicine for Cindy that serves no purpose to yeah. anything. This is so padded. So at exactly the 45 minute mark, they do a scene where the caravan is formed and this group of Ewoks uh, are going to go help the kids find their rescue their parents. And they do a scene where the 
head chief mystic something Ewok gives every character a plot device. It's just, you get this magic stick and you get this talisman and whatever. And the next, the, the remainder of the movie is them Chekhov's listing every <laughs> single one of those just immediately in like, succession. Like, like gotta a, use this, adventure gotta this. game dragging the, uh, the talisman to the yeah, waterfall. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Use, use talisman. Exactly. Um, but I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to know any of this, except for Burl Ives is telling me that this is what's going on. <laughs> Thank fantastic. God Burl Ives explained it to me. But it, it also starts off with like a nature documentary. And Burl Ives, he almost doing like like a Meerkat Manor or like a Richard Attenborough thing, and I kind of wanted it to be that. I wanted it to be like somebody doing a study of the. How they the Ewok- would have been so sick if they just did a nature documentary, but for fucking Ewoks. We learn a lot about Ewok society in this. Like, I learned that there's a chief shaman of the Ewoks, and could your like- Ewoks speak English? A little bit. They learned it. They yeah. learned some English from. But but like a weird amount of of English. It went from like oh get to a starship or of a crash to full on English sentences. We will help you. Yeah yeah. And like at that point, I would have been like, how the fuck? When did you get that level? The other thing that gets me is so at, at the very beginning of this, what starts this off is there's a little parallel between the Ewoks and the kids. Uh, because it starts off with one Ewok whose name is Deej. Deej is kind of like, and he's out there looking for his kids. His mm-hmm. kids have gone missing, so he's looking for them. And he's going to use his hang glider to go look for the kids. But the hang glider takes too far, or takes off too fast because the rope is chewed through by a goat. Mm-hmm. Just like a literal a- goat. A, a regular ass earth goat. Dude, is seeing a. We, mine had a raven and a horse. Is seeing a normal animal in Star Wars universe not the most jarring it's thing? It's so upsetting. They, they didn't even like paint the goat's hair blue. It's just a regular ass goat. This movie is full of regular ass animals. It's there is, nuts. I, I, I counted. And I counted. There is a goat. There is a horse. There is a rabbit. There is a ferret. A lizard, a mouse, and an owl. There are they. They went and got the full Jack Hanna experience on this. And to be clear, like they characters refer to the horse as a horse. They don't make up a Star they Wars name like a. a Star- they just so, say that's a horse. It's it's so weird. It's like my body reacted to seeing a white horse in Star Wars like I was in physical danger. It was like something's wrong. Something's wrong. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, I sat there screaming like why is that just a goat? <laughs> just glue a third horn on its head and call Do it a mudfly. Like <laughs> this is so easy. We're idiots. You can just <laughs> Point like paint the top of its head blue and just say this is a quagmar and we'll be like alien that's an alien goat got it. When did the never ending story come out? Ooh, good question. Never ending story comes out. Let's see, never ending story. This was nineteen eighty same yeah same year nineteen eighty four. I don't know if it came out like at the beginning of the year or whatever, but like. 
This definitely feels a lot more like the never-ending story than it does any Star Wars movie. Really, a lot of those like 80s fantasy movies, Labyrinth, yeah. um, Last Last Unicorn has a lot more of a feel of that. So right away we've got a completely different fucking vibe. And if if I have a complaint about this movie, it's that um it takes so long mm-hmm. to get and it's just kind of like sequence after sequence that doesn't really pertain to anything is it just like Um, the ewoks being cute i mean kind of they like they like do a little slapstick one of them drops a log on the other's foot and they kind of like roll around and tumble or whatever but like i said we dedicate a full-on 20 minutes to this girl being sick and then getting better and then she's better for the rest of the movie so that didn't uh this this kid mace I, I was actually kind of on board with Mace at the beginning, but at the or at the end, but at the beginning, God damn it, he's just like the whiniest parts of yeah. Luke Skywalker, the me- most memeable parts of Luke Skywalker. Um, and then again, like the narrator explains everything, the Burl Ives thankfully tells us where this is going to go. Uh, I have a list here, so like I said, every character gets a magic item, and they also are told they have to go pick up two other Ewoks. Jesus. Uh, a woodsman and uh, a like magic doer, so they they form their D and D party essentially, <laughs> but also they're Ewoks. So I don't know, like they all look the same. Mm-hmm. I just have to judge by like relative size. I had to go and look at at Return of the Jedi to make sure that these were the same fucking Ewoks, because uh, their design is different. These Ewoks look maybe it's direction. Did your Ewoks blink? No, no, dead, they just, dead eyes. Just, just stared at you with dead doll's eyes. Well, I mean, that was kind of the thing that was like cool in, uh, in Return of the Jedi was like you never really got that close up on an Ewok's deal. They were always kind of far away, um, and you know they didn't speak fucking English, uh, and they were always kind of like hiding and shit. So they ha- kind of had like this air of unknowability. They were kind of like mysterious and you were like, what's their fucking deal? Do they understand what's going on? Um, Are they on board with this or are they just killing people for the sake of it? And this they're like, hey, close up. This is a bear mask. It gets right in there, right in there. Uh, And it was unsettling. It was kind of like kind of like the 1980s uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies where you can kind of see the person inside. If you look at Donatello's mouth a little bit, you can see another human being. Like that's what it felt like I was watching, real quick. So like, they go through everything. Uh, you are given a tooth. You must give this to the woodsman immediately. Tree falls down. Here's the woodsman. Here's a talisman. You must pass a magical test with the shaman immediately. Here's the shaman. Pass him. And then there was stuff that just happened for no reason. Like you've got a magic stick. Well, guess what? Mace is now stuck underwater. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, stuck underwater. Like he disappears. In the magic water, and he's going to drown unless you rescue him with the magic stick, because it's the only thing that can pierce through the water. Is any of this explained? Does anybody say, man, that's some weird magic water? No. Fuck you. Then the horse runs away, and an Ewok stops it. And then I I had to, like, go back and watch it again, be like, did he use a magic horse-stopping whistle or something? No. We just dedicated four minutes of this to a horse running off with a little girl on it. And an Ewok stopping it and then coming back. That rules. Just... Like, 
this movie is very it's it's a little bit over an hour and a half long and most of it's just dicking around you could edit both of these down and then edit them together into a very sick movie but yeah they are padded as fuck and yet i can't hate it right like this is this is very clearly like put it in front of the kids and the kids watch it kind of stuff just because this is for kids and by the way it's very much for kids yeah like i don't they keep repeating information to you like i don't feel good we'll get you medicine I still don't feel very good. I got you the medicine, which I think might have been just in case you missed a commercial break. <laughs> like, again, remember this aired on television. So they keep repeating a lot of information, like a fucking newspaper Spider-Man strip. Uh, and also, I don't think there are any sentences in this that are longer than six words. Uh, I, I but feel like... Like, I feel like the whole thing was kind of made by, like, a focus group of kids, and they were just like, and then I want them to go on a quest, and they save a cool boy, and the Ewok has a magic stick, and someone was like, there's actually no magic sticks in Star Wars, and the kid just goes, I'm six, and then they're just like, all right, magic sticks. Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with that, uh. Just because something is for children doesn't necessarily make it bad, though. And, like, I don't know. I can see why, like, this would get negative reviews at the time. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm sure that for a lot of people this is kind of a chore to sit through. Yeah. Because it's just, like... But for me, I was kind of sitting there going, this is almost what I've always wanted from Star Wars and never got. Because it pisses me, like, I'm, this has nothing to do with regular continuity. Uh, it There are no Skywalkers involved. There's no magic lineage. You know, my, my big problem with Star Wars has always been, like, you've got this big universe you can play in, and you're focused on three or four families, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you're so myopic about it. I really wanted, and this is, uh, they did the animated, ser- the animated things, mm-hmm. Star Wars universes or whatever on Disney Plus recently Rules. that I liked. I like that. So this is kind of what I've always wanted is give me a small story, put it in the Star Wars universe. There are low stakes. There are really low stakes here. You know, the the universe is not at risk. Like the Empire does not win. These these parents don't have like a special message for the Rebel Alliance. It's really not even other than the fact that the kid is wearing a Party City Luke Skywalker costume. Um there's really not even any indication that these parents are on either side at all of the political divide uh, or that there's even the fight going on. So like, it's not that important. And that made me like it more. I wanted these small little stories inside of the star Wars universe. So this one for me, I was kind of like, this is, this is dumb. Yeah. There's, this isn't really a story, but it's kind of what I've always wanted from star Wars. Also, there's a fairy. And I mentioned there's a literal like fairy. Yeah, ours, mine has a literal Tinkerbell light fairy. Actually, it has like a hundred fairies that all go into the magic candle that is given to the little girl. It's so- There's a magic candle. But one of them stays behind, and there's an entire ser- like entire scene dedicated to them wondering what the fairy eats. And then they come to the conclusion that maybe the fairy eats laughter. This will never come up ever again. But there's just a fun... And I'm like, I can't hate this. No! I can't hate the little light fairy that eats laughter. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Like, I just... I really respect and love how little of a shit it gives. 
Like, <laughs> it gives it is like I think we should almost clarify it's not Star Wars. No, it's and that's that's maybe why it has such a dire rep- like like reputation. Again, like just imagine a fucking like nineteen eighty. Like in 1989, nerd just like gritted teeth. Like this isn't fucking Star Wars. There is no right. magic in Star Wars. Star Wars is not for kids. It's has this been brought war. up in an episode? Of, has this been brought up in an episode of the Goldbergs yet? Has has someone had to explain this to a weird computer animated Jeff Garland? Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just he's just like I don't understand why you don't want to watch the Ewoks movie on ABC. Uh, and it'd just be like, oh, it's not, it's not canani- canonical pops. It's not. This uh, thinly veiled Minnesota accent. Uh, that's, is it, they how end does, that show? Uh-huh. Have they ended that show yet? My God, that show needs to end. No, it is, it is going. And they're like, they're how? like obstinately like, we're not ending it. Despite the fact that one of our guys is dead and the other one is a, nightmarish cgi puppet we're gonna continue it doesn't make any sense like i watched an episode of the goldberg recently and like the the show is supposed to be about this nerdy little like awkward teenager and i'm like you're a handsome grown man it's like i i feel like all the explanation you need though is just like like adam f goldberg should just stand up and be like listen i agree this is all insane but here's a check from abc so as long as I keep getting these, I'm gonna keep going. Like, I mean, at least at least that '70s show had the good taste to not be longer than the actual '70s. Yeah, right. I I feel like at a certain point, if you're on ABC, you're half making programs for people that will actually like watch and give a shit, and you're half making them for like people who can't turn off the TV, <laughs> like people I, who can't get I, out of bed i have never watched an episode of the goldbergs voluntarily i have it's always it's always on like right after the thing i wanted to watch and i couldn't find the remote so i was like i'll watch the goldbergs i guess and i've never been upset yeah it's a good show was a good show it was a good show at one point all right so how does (laughs) goldberg chat all right how does your uh ewok movie end uh they okay, so they get into the cave. They find the monster. The monster has no motivation other than being a monster. It's this weird giant human. It's literally a fucking like Jack and the Beanstalk thing. They basically Hell go and, yes. and fight. They fight the giant. Uh, they have to cross a giant pit. Uh, there is a spider that is like I have seen episodes of of Common Rider mm-hmm. with more convincing puppet work. Just like a giant paper mache spider drops down. For a little bit, you can you yes, you can see the fishing line. Yes, you can kind of see where the like Christmas lights are sticking out of the neck. It looks like it was made by the twelve year olds that are in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, oh, an Ewok dies. Yeah, yeah. the 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 woodsman Ewok does die. I guess he sacrifices himself, but it really like looks. It's so incompetently made. It really looks more like he just kind of stumbled into the fight and got hit with a rock. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, they rescue the parents and then they kind of do like a little celebration and the parents are there and they're just trying to get the starship fixed up. And then the dad, uh, the human dad turns to the Ewok dad and says, we're a pair of lucky parents, aren't we? We're both such lucky dads. 
Uh, all right, so that's a that's a nice happy ending, and that's the end. And it did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. It doesn't actually play the Star Wars. It doesn't play any Star Wars themes whatsoever. Like, there's no Star Wars music. So, um, Marty, uh, the next movie, uh, uh-huh. Battle for Endor, opens with that family getting fucking massacred. <laughs> they all get killed. Wait, what? Except for the little girl. They all get straight what? up burned. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hard on screen. <laughs> Fucking what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. I guess what? What's Including the name of Mace? Uh, yeah, guess what? Mace has to drag his mother's lifeless corpse away from mortar fire before an, a, a, a stray shell ends him permanently. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How, how how did you let us go through eight minutes of Goldberg chat sitting on that bar? I I couldn't rush it. Fucking, it's like if Minions 2 opened with Gru and all the kids getting fucking executed by the mafia. It's so, and it's hardcore. Like, the girl Cindy and her best friend uh, Wicket are like walking through the forest and they're like, we're best friends. And Cindy's like, I hope my family can fix the starship so we can go back to our home. And then a bunch of fucking orcs with laser rifles and swords ride fish monsters into the village and it is like the opening of the revenant. It's just mass just like they're just mowing down Ewoks and mowing down Ewoks and blowing up houses and like if you could tell me on the cutting room floor there was video of like an Ewok like holding his guts in his hand just going like ah! like it's fucking savage and it goes on for so long and Cindy just like runs up to her older brother and she's like Mace Mace what's happening he's like you gotta get out of here go find dad I'll be safe he's like firing a rifle at the orcs and he like dra- I don't know who plays the mom he drags his mom's like limp mannequin legs just over to like some cover. And then um, they all have like bracelets that like alert each yeah, other the, to their status. Yeah, the life monitor. And then bracelet. you just yeah, see yeah. An, a, an artillery round come down and the two of the thing, two of the bracelet lights go dark. And like Cindy runs up to her dad and she's like, dad, dad, Mason, mom are dead. And he's like, I know I saw. It's going to be okay. And then he gets fucking immediately shot. And he's like, Cindy, you got to go on a quest with the Ewoks. And uh, you got to go find another ship. Um, Also, the Ewoks are all getting captured. You got to go on a quest, Cindy. You got to get out of here. And she's like, I am a child actress. The... She, is this like the next day? It's like, it's, does my movie end and then yours is like immediately afterwards? What's I'm the time span here? I think it's been a minute. I think it's been like at least two weeks. Like, they've oh, okay. Well, that makes it better. <laughs> it's kind of funnier if it's end, if it's immediately after and like the credits roll and they're like, we're two lucky dads. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Orcs, orcs! I have, I have to 
fucking process this for a second. It's so hard. I just spent. I just spent ninety. I I start. I started liking Mace. Mace like, is dead, and you need to come to terms with it, man. All right. He's dead, and he's not coming back. Here, here I am like, oh, an Ewok dies and Mace is a little sad. Oh, I thought that was interesting. No, you're like, no. How Mace does it, dies how does it, on camera, baby. How, how does it compare to the massacre scene from the, the Frank Castle's family massacre scene from The Punisher? It's and, rougher. <laughs> it's, it's brutal. Because Mace, I was like, Oh, well, he's going to live because that's a child and this is a child's movie and you don't kill kids and a kid. Oh, shit. Like, well, he's dead. OK, maybe well, it'll be a question. fake out. Nope. He's so dead. He's wow. There's his foot. OK, he's wow. I guess. Second question. How 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 well does this scene sync up to Patty Smith because of the night? I feel like I, I feel like you would actually be pretty perfect call back to punisher cast if you don't get that joke go listen to another episode yeah um so uh all the ewoks are captured by the orc uh the the hang on i just i i need to wrap my brain around this i feel like you developed an emotional attachment also you didn't mention the dad is the principal from breakfast club which is so weird (laughs) That's where that guy is. He should be allowed to be nice in things, let alone in Star Wars. I feel like whenever he was talking one of the Ewoks, he should have been like, listen, you got to get your shit together and fly right, or you're going to be right in detention for the rest of the semester. All All the Ewoks get captured, and the head orc, who is like all the other orcs, but he is like white fur and a big ass sword, um is basically there. He's trying to get a power cell that they were using to rebuild the ship. Um, and he has a witch who is dressed like um, uh, uh, Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers. She's okay, kind of okay. like basically Sailor Moon villain. Um, and she has a magic pendant, uh, magic ring that lets her turn into a bird. Uh, and she has a black horse. And it's so weird because she is from a different goddamn movie. Uh, I, I just looked it up, by the way. The reason I didn't tell you that uh, the dad is the principal from The Breakfast Club is because it's he's not in my movie. Oh, they recast. A different, different actor. They recast him. Well, they it needed a guy like who could convincingly get gut shot and bleed out slowly while giving parting words to his daughter. Like It, it, it looks like him enough. Also, now I'm looking at the IMDb page, and Wilfred Brimley is in this? Oh yeah! <laughs> Fuck it! Don't jump ahead. Sorry, sorry. Do not jump ahead. Um, okay. Okay. So, um, she, her, and uh, and Wicket, who are the only ones to escape, um, while all the other uh, Ewoks are being basically put into chattel slavery. We, we should point out Wicket is also canonically a child. Yes. Right. W- 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 Wicket is also a young child in Ewok terms. Yeah. No idea how old he's supposed to be comparatively, but assume that these are small children. He does take a couple of orcs down during the invasion. He is child or not, he's ending motherfuckers. Wicket I is mean, still- that might just be that might just be Ewok preschool for all we know. Yeah. Right? They learn to slit throats early. They are like like they're they don't learn to read. They learn how to bleed a man slow. Um 
so they they have a series of adventures. She gets almost kidnapped by a dragon. He has to save her from the dragon. Um, they uh, and eventually they run into a creature that I can only describe as a capuchin monkey uh, crossed with a very elderly Tom Cruise. Like it's Tom Cruise's wrinkled face extruding from like the orange face of a monkey. And it's able to move with supernatural speed, like kind of like speedy Gonzalez effect. I'm I'm glad you said that because like when they were fighting the giant monster in, in my movie, I kind of paused at one point and I was like, monster looks a little bit like John Malkovich. So it's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Go on. Yeah. Go on. You, you, you've, you've got this, uh, this Tom Cruise, uh, uh, Chimchar. Yeah. So they they lead the the little the little uh, monkey guy leads them back to a house, and Cindy is like, "We can live here forever." And uh, Wicked is like, "Yes, we can." And then they just immediately start making themselves at home in this abandoned thing, and they are like basically immediately like, "What quest?" <laughs> They're like, "Like fuck all the Ewoks that have been captured. Fuck this power cell bullshit." We live here now with this weird little monkey, um, and this is our whole deal. It is interrupted by the entrance of, drumroll, Wilford Brimley, thank you for jumping ahead, Marty. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry I stepped on that. Which, they do a big thing of, like, she's, like, cooking, and, like, we're having a great time, and then they do, like, a bomb, 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 and enter this Papa Smurf Santa-looking motherfucker. Like, it's not like a young Wilford Brimley. It is full-on Santa. Um, And he just comes and he's like, I live out in this house, and this is my house, and you're not welcome here. Outsiders bring trouble. So he kicks her and and Wicket out, um, and eventually, you know, his heart softens, and he decides to let them come in and stay with him. Um, and the, 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 my, my box had like a, a cool, like jacked hero on the front of it, like shooting a laser next yeah. to two Ewoks. Uh, yeah. that guy never shows up. It's Wilford. <laughs> it's guess who, guess who our badass adventurer is introducing Wilford, Wilford fucking Brimley, who is here to. To, to be our uh-huh. two-fisted adventurer. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Alright! Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it! Rad! It's so good. <laughs> now, the movie proceeds to dick around for a solid 40 minutes at this point, where it is just Cindy and Wilford Brimley um, and uh, Wicket and the monkey just kind of living around, chilling. They play the flute. They cook. They have... Yeah, there's- there's a scene in mine where Cindy thinks that her parents are probably dead. They don't know. They haven't gotten the life monitor. They don't know their dad's alive. And she's like surprisingly chill with it. She takes everything that happens in this movie really well. She does not crack a tear at watching her father die or like almost being carried off by a dragon. She's just she's a horrible actress, but she's just kind of yeah, like that's, that's part of it. Yeah, she's a she's one of the worst child actors I've ever seen. But she's just like, oh no! Well, back to life. Do 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 do. I'm gonna make a fire. Ooh, let's bake some muffins. Um. But uh, 
also, around this point, I became acutely aware of the fact that there's no fucking Ewoks in this movie. There's, <laughs> they're all in cages in the bad guy's medieval, like, literal castle. Not like a Star Wars castle, just an English castle. Um, there's Wicket, though, right? There's one Ewok. They show Wicket as little as possible. I'm assuming, so, like, the way they filmed the Ewoks in, um... Uh, in Return of the Jedi was they put a bunch of kids in bear costumes and almost gave them heat stroke, which I imagine that they're like, we can still have Star Wars money, but I don't think we get to kill any kids on this one. Um, No, they, I mean, no, they did. They, they put in Warwick Davis who was 14 at the time. Right. Right. Uh, Tony Cox is also in there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. They had to, they had to be kind of sparing with the Ewoks on this one. So like, it's mo- once the uh, once the speed monkey shows up, it's his show, um, along with Wilford. Um, but Wilford reveals that he crash landed on this planet. He plans to be a big adventurer. Their first uh, trip, they immediately crash landed on Endor, uh, and he's been living here ever since. Um, his partner took off to look for their missing power cell, but never found it. And uh, yeah, so they just kind of like hang out. Until the lead orc is basically like, all right, find that kid so that he has the power cell. And he's like, I don't know how to make this work and do whatever magic I expect it to do. So go find that missing kid so that uh, I can so that she can use her space magic to make this work. It it, it is proven in my movie that she has some sort of space magic. She got no space magic in this. She just a, a fucking kid who is good at absolutely nothing i i I mean okay the 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 magic test that they have to do to get the shaman on their side makes no sense it's just like here is the crystal that you must present to the shaman and then burl ives tells me they must pass a magic test and i'm like okay it's a magic test and uh mace holds up the crystal the crystal turns into a lizard he goes what the hell he drops the lizard Cindy picks up the lizard, and in her hands, it turns into a mouse. And then the Ewok shaman is like, you've passed the magic test! Uh, And I go, what? So much more of a kid's movie than me. What? Yeah, Cindy's fucking useless. Her only power is basically being like, somebody do something! And then, like, 50% of the time, somebody does. But, (laughs) like, she is absolute. She does not have to be in this movie. Uh, she could have died with the rest of her family, and the events of this film would be more or less completely the same. The witch shows off, shows up, carries her off on a horse. They just kind of ride off into the sunset together. Super weird. Um, yeah, so then the, basically the movie has to start again. Wilford Brimley is like, all right, time to come out of retirement and become any like takes out a gun and a grappling hook. He's like, action Santa. And the movie <laughs> is Wilford Brimley, an Ewok, and a Tom Cruise monkey raiding a castle together and going like, like basically they grapple hook up the side of the castle, sneak in, uh, start killing orcs, like real Metal Gear solid, solid style. Um, they find Cindy uh, in a cage at one point, to uh, to, in front of Cindy, the two orcs that are guarding her are playing cards, and the Tom Cruise, uh, uh, the Tom Cruise monkey 
basically uses his super speed to make it look like one of them is cheating at cards. So they freak out and shoot each other in the chest and die. And this happens right in front of Cindy, who does not react at all. She's just like, hey, you came as two people have just expired directly. This girl is a sociopath. She sees so much death and destruction and it's just like, oh, no. Anyway, what's for supper? Like she is immediately moving on from everything. Um, uh, I, I will say this. While you were talking, I looked at uh, the the writing credits and directing credits for this because it's different than the writer and director of my of my movie of Caravan of Courage. Uh, this was made by Jim Wheat and Ken Wheat. I assume they're brothers. And the other thing you might know Jim Wheat and Ken Wheat from is being the creators of Chronicles of Riddick. Yes, that's what it is. Boom. <laughs> They wrote Pitch Black and Chronicles of Riddick. Guess what? The vibes are there. You can see the you can see the idea taking shape where they're just like, all right, let's replace the Ewoks with shadow monsters. Um, and let's replace I know this is gonna hurt, but Wilford Brimley with Vin Diesel, and I think we got ourselves a picture. Fuck. Your movie sounds insane. It's so hardcore. They rescue her from the castle. They escape. They release all the Ewoks. The Ewoks go fucking berserk and just start, like, just stabbing orcs. And they start stealing guns. And there's, like, shots of, like, Ewoks providing covering fire for other Ewoks as they, like, move positions. They're doing, like, Rainbow Six maneuvers on the orcs. (laughs) (laughs) They escape with the power cell and they run off. They run back to their village. There's like 15 of them now. They've all been fucking killed. Um, And uh, they go back to Wilford Brimley's ship and they're like, Wilford is like, I'm going to fix the ship. We have the power cell now. Um, We're going to fly off and I'll take you back to your family. Um, And then the orcs just attack again. Um, And we finally get Round two of Ewok Viet Cong, this time against weird fish orcs. Um, and what I'm pretty sure they did was they took a lot of footage from Return of the Jedi and they just changed the footage of who was dying because they still it's I was like that that the movie quality just jumped up for a couple of frames. So it would be like Ewoks throwing rocks and then just a guy in an orc costume is going like, ah, is it just like 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 Return of the Jedi B roll? Do you think? Basically, I think I think they were one of the reasons they were like we have so, some extra Ewok footage, so we can just I they could have just kept doing this or they could have just used that footage and just made it a different kind of guy every time, like just do like like <laughs> like Ewoks. The Ballad of Gwib Glub, and just like they're just throwing rocks at pirates who are like, ah, arr, I be foiled. <laughs> just make one of those like once a year, print money. <laughs> um, but yeah, they fucking the Ewoks go hardcore on these orcs, fucking massacre them, uh, using Viet Cong tactics. Um, 
Guerrilla warfare, yeah, yeah. yeah. As as the uh, as the orcs are like running off, defeated. Also, the fucking uh, the fucking Tom Cruise monkey gets so much screen time during this battle, where he uses his super speed to do little tricks. I have to see what you're talking about with the Tom Cruise mo- monkey. Hang on a second. Yeah. Battle of Endor monkey. I might be I might be the only person that sees the Tom Cruise comparison, but I can't unsee it. I think it's the teeth that did it for me. Huh. Um. What? It might be better in motion. Okay. Um, okay. but Move on. Yeah, this isn't working. Okay, yeah, so the Tom Cruise monkey gets a lot of fucking screen time. There's, like, him, him doing, like, little tricks. And every time I'm like, fucking hate this monkey, go back to the Ewoks, and it'll be like... Like the Tom Cruise monkey is like, I'm going to start a little fire and make this uh, this fish monster run away. And then it cuts back to an Ewok like, die, die, just stabbing an orc in the neck. And then it's just like, I'm going to push over some rocks to scare one of them. And then it's an Ewok just like leaping with two swords onto an orc's chest. Um, it's hardcore. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what? I've, I've been staring at this picture of this monkey for a little bit and... I see it. You see it. I see it. It's in the I mouth and the teeth. It's in the mouth. I was thinking it was and also the, cold, the eyes. the dead eyes. The eyes are weirdly close together. Yeah, I see it. Okay. Yeah. It took me It took me a minute of staring at it, but I, I see, I get the Tom Cruise vibes off of it. Thank you. Yeah, basically, the head orc shows up and um, he, uh, he... Remind me what the orcs want again? Remind me what the point unclear. of all this was? clear. <laughs> They think the power cells that are used to fuel the ships are magic and will grant them power. And at one point, he kidnaps Cindy and he's like, activate the power cell. Unlock its secret power. And she's just like, it's a fucking battery and I'm a child. (laughs) I have nothing for you. And the witch is like, just give him what he wants, girl. And Cindy doesn't say this. But it's like, are you a fucking idiot, too? He's an orc, so at least he has an excuse. But do you actually think this is anything other than a, a fuel storage device? They, they think it's like the crystal from Dark Crystal or something. Okay. okay. Um, but yeah, they, uh, you know, as of course, they, they you would defeat him. Um, uh, they, uh. Uh, they they shoot the magic orc in his magic pendant, which causes him to turn into stone. Um, Why did we get so hardcore into dark fantasies in the early eighties? I think like, what was it just? It couldn't all be cocaine, right? I like, yeah, because there was like legend and shit. Right, you just mentioned the dark crystal. I've been uh, fucking Disney tried to do it with the black cauldron. That movie sucks. Uh, Everybody was taking a crack at it. I think they thought that it was like the next thing after Star Wars. Was there something that like really worked that that is going over our heads that we can't remember? Yeah, I mean, Never Ending Story is the one that pops up into my mind. But like, maybe, was there something before then? Which like... Never Ending Story? I mean, I've never fucking seen that movie. Um, <sighs> no, I think people were just like, this is the next thing that's going to work. One of us just has to crack it. Um, maybe does it need more Tim Curry? Well, that worked, but nothing else. Okay. Um, like, and and they were trying to do it with like adult shit. They were trying to like, yeah. La- Labyrinth comes out in 1986 with George Lucas as executive producer. So, uh, 
and even like even like yeah the adult stuff time bandits came out around that time i mean and i watch a lot of like shitty movies either through mst3k or my own doing and there are 10 million movies that are like i'm the wizard eldoroth and here's your cute little bear companion you must go on a quest and they would just churn these fucking things out it's weird because all this starts around like 1980 to like 1986 and you would think it would just all be space shit yeah i guess they were just like you know what it was they were like we want to do the star wars thing but that's expensive and yeah. requires effort. Um, so it's easier if we just put a six-year-old <laughs> in a forest and we oh, give yeah. him a stick. That's that's the other thing about this is like uh, the 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 fantastic locale, the weird worlds of Endor, all of this. It's very clearly Marin County, California. Mm-hmm. Like like they they kind of walk past a vineyard. Francis Ford Coppola's growing some grapes. He's just like, hey, guys. Hi, George. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, they uh, they take off. Um, uh, it is, it rules. I'm ta- I, I was like, it, it comes together. You could edit out a solid 40 minutes of this movie and lose nothing. But the parts that are, it just, it's two fucking awesome battles Inner broken up by horseshit. Um, Wilford Brimley doesn't fucking kill anybody outside of the in the Vietnam battle. He's in his ship trying to like repair it and being like, "Come on, come on!" Wicket is fucking ending people. He's he's set up like traps all over the place. At one point, the uh, the uh, Ewoks are doing artillery fire. They have a catapult that they're just like lobbing shells with. Um, the, he's like set up guns on the trees so like. If you trip a wire, a blaster just puts one in your ear. Jesus. Uh, yeah, it's hardcore. The second one jumps up a notch. I got the I got the better one. You got screwed on this a little bit. I I, I really feel like you, you got the James Cameron's aliens to my alien. I got the like. James Cameron's aliens to your Teletubby. Like, <laughs> I got... Teletubbies, and you do it a dollar sign through the uh, through the end, and it's like, all right, so Max. All right, that's... what the fuck? Yeah, man, I'm so mad. I just love that you got emotionally attached to this family, and they get killed, <laughs> like in Leon the Professional. I'm so confused and angry right now. I'm I'm glad that yours is so fucking weird because like I, I I walked into this with mine going, eh, all right. I, I guess at the end of it, like if we're gonna talk about how we feel about these, there are definitely worse Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, like like I I don't think this tips the scale for me on Star Wars one way or another. But like I don't regret. I'm not unhappy that these weird little movies exist. You know. I there's like a a movement now to reclaim the prequels where they're like we hate the sequel series so much that we're gonna talk ourselves into the prequels being good and it's like no no I, I'm no. Al- I don't know I'm almost on that train oh like, dude no I watched them recently they're bad like it's just there's it's great backstory there's a reason like yeah, yeah. all the fucking TV shows that they made based off of it like kick ass. 
I mean, I like space politics. Yeah. We all fuck. We all lost our shit for Dune, and two and a half hours of that three-hour movie are space politics. You know. Yeah, but it's better. The space. <laughs> this really. The space politics are cooler, where it's like the will of the emperor. And like, listen, if you if I'm sitting down and I'm like, all right, how does all this work? And somebody's like, all right, I need to explain to you intergalactic uh, tax uh, codes. Yeah, tax codes. I'm like, me? Yes. On it. Yes. Let me read about that. But like. Move it doesn't work as a movie, and and you know most most people again fully aware that what I like in stuff is not what most people like. Yeah, <laughs> again we are curmudgeons. Um, I I was kind of thinking like it's kind of every phase of nerds be uh, every phase of like the way nerds are. Star Wars has been like the through line of it. Like it's. It's been like it's been there for Gamergate. It's been there for like eighties merchandising and selling out. It's been there for like, you know, childlike wonder. Uh it's been there for like the ups and downs. The the and, commercialization and, 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 of Disney. And, and and now it's there for the we will milk this dry on uh, and spend as little money as possible, like it, Disney Marvel mode. It, now now it's part of the whole uh streaming wars beachhead thing where it's like this is one of the franchises we'll use to kill Netflix. It's kind of like it is sort of like it 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 holds its uh place of importance in American culture just because like it has been there through every single way that we have been annoying as a generation. <laughs> Multiple generations. Yeah. 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 Multiple generations. Yeah. Like it, it, this kind of thing. It transcends generations in our ability to be fucking obnoxious. Uh, I, feel like I that's think a that's pretty a pretty good, good closer. That's a pretty pretty good thesis statement, I would say. Uh, I don't feel I don't feel the urge to rate these movies. Uh, I think bottom line, I you're I sucked, kinda, mine ruled. I mean, mine did. It's mine sucked in comparison. Yeah. I walked in think I walked into this thinking that mine was okay. Now I'm very disappointed. Uh, <laughs> you should after this, you should watch uh, Brock or whatever his name is get fucking like murdered <laughs> it's awesome uh all right mirror to deck there you go we did this one for you uh well i'll try to get us out by may the 4th i can't guarantee you who gives a shit keep those suggestions coming people like uh you know these are fun this was a this was a slam dunk <laughs> all right thanks patreon subscribers uh we'll get back at you with probably another edition of Tubi roulette and we'll be checking that channel again and Coming up with more ideas. Wub nub. What? Yeah. Weird little dance. I don't have an ending.